Welcome to the May 14th, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly. I'll be your host today. Today we will be going over Proverb 14. Let's begin in prayer. Father God, thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, I pray for everyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would open their ears to hear and their hearts to receive what you have in store for them today. Lord, I pray that you would give them revelation of your love for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's begin Proverb 14, verse 1. The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. He who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is perverse in his ways despises him. In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Where no oxen are, the trough is, is clear, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find it, but knowledge is easy to him who understands. Go from the presence of a foolish man when you do not perceive in him the lips of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools mock at sin, but among the upright there is favor. The heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger does not share its joy. The house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Even in laughter the heart may sorrow, and the end of mirth may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. The simple believes every word, but the prudent considers well his steps. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and a man of wicked intentions is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil will bow before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor man is hated even by his own neighbor, but the rich has many friends. He who despises his neighbor sins, but he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. Do they not go astray who devise evil? But mercy and truth belong to those who devise good. In all labor there is profit, but idle chatter leads only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. A true witness delivers souls, but a deceitful witness speaks lies. In the fear of the Lord there is strong confidence, and his children will have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, 
to turn one away from the snares of death. In a multitude of people is a king's honor, but in the lack of people is the downfall of a prince. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. He who oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him has mercy on the needy. The wicked is banished in his wickedness, but the righteous has a refuge in his death. Wisdom rests in the heart of him who has understanding, but what is in the heart of fools is made known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him who causes shame. I have a treat for you today. Today is Tuesday, and I have a good friend of mine. His name is Thor. He is a fellow first-year student at Karis, and I'd like for him to introduce himself and briefly go over his uh, upbringing and uh, how he was as a child and how he grew up. My name is uh, Thor Anton. Uh, people used to call me, like to call me Thor. Uh, I'm 32 years old. I'm from Norway, and um, I grew up uh, on the countryside of Norway, uh, outside Bergen. And uh, we were seven siblings, so I was number five of uh, seven. So I was the one in the middle. The other were like two and two together. And um, so in my childhood, I um, I loved to play out with friends, with comrades, and uh, we used to go hike in the mountains and built small cabins together, did a lot of carpentry, that was, that was a thing, and, uh, and, and be on the fjord fishing and, yeah, really play around outside. So that was, that was my upbringing. You know, I've always wanted to go to Norway. I've been fortunate enough to go to Europe many times, and uh, I've been to most of Europe, but I've never been to Scandinavia. So anyway, I bet it is beautiful. I know I've seen pictures. But anyway, um, tell us a little bit about uh, your church experience and growing up in the church. Yeah, I grew up in um, the Lutheran Protestant Church of Norway, and... Um, it was uh, it was kind of strict uh, back then. Uh, we we always went to church at uh, Sundays, the whole family, and uh, yeah, it was hard getting out, you know, of the house. So uh, so we we were very often a couple of minutes late, and uh, so so those are memories. We came in and filled a, a long bench, you know, as as a big family. So uh, that was my experience from growing up with uh, with church. Okay. Um, you are 32 years old, so I kind of need for you to fill in some years, okay? We talked about your childhood. We talked about growing up in the church. Tell us what happened after you graduated from 12th grade high school. I'm not sure what it's called over there, but what happened after you were like 18 or 19 and finished school? Yeah, I graduated from, uh, we call it gymnas. It's kind of like high school in Norway and... Uh, did the sports course there, and my dad, he um, had been in the Air Force, and uh, he'd been flying in the Air Force for a year, and I really wanted to um, 
wanted to join the Air Force. That was my plan all the way back since I was like 13, 12 or 13 years years old. So uh, I joined the Armed Forces and uh, I got an um, yeah I got an advice to uh, to start uh, and and check out the Armed Forces before I signed up to become up to become a pilot. So uh, I joined the uh, Aircraft Engineer Training. Uh, I went through that three years and. Uh, then decided to um, apply for to become a pilot, but uh, they didn't accept me since I wear glasses. So I had a backup plan to um, attend the uh, Air Force Academy, and uh, they accepted me there. So uh, I completed uh, three years of uh, Air Force Academy and uh, was rated as a, as a lieutenant. And then I served uh, three years after as an uh, Engineer and part-time as an as an officer with uh, employer responsibility for five uh, other sergeants, other uh, engineers. So uh, that was up till uh, 2018, and then uh, after I uh, I started my uh, I, I did my masters in organizational leadership and uh, finished that in 2020. So um, yeah, so that's my uh, that's my background. All right. It sounds like we're at 2020, and here we are in 2022, and a lot has changed since then. So my first question to you is, how did you come into the knowledge of Andrew Womack and Karis Bible College? Yeah, long story short, I went through some hardships in the armed forces. So uh, I was very seeking churches, uh, very very seeking for, like, a belonging. And uh, I was led, uh, I believe the Lord led me to uh, supernatural, to a church, uh, non-dominational church. And I uh, soon figured out that uh, ma- uh, many of the participants there uh, were listening to Andromach Ministries and the teaching from Andromach Ministries. And then I also saw, uh, I saw a change in those people, like over a short time, also people that will just save uh, that connected with uh, Andrew Romick Ministries and Bible College, there was a significant, significant change in their lives. So that really inspired me. Okay. Well, thank you for clearing that up. And, and uh, Okay, so we have been hearing Andrew, and you're hearing him on TV. And, um, you know, we just heard Andrew say yesterday that he now has access to 5 billion people worldwide. And my gosh, that's just an astronomical number. And I know he pays thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars every month to have access to um, TV ministries throughout the world. But anyway, I know that you've been listening to Andrew, and yet you're in Norway, and Andrew is in Colorado. So what prompted you to come to Colorado? So what prompted me was a family in the church that uh, last spring, spring 2020, they, uh, they decided to make a try. They, they really wanted to, they always had a desire to, to come over to the Bible college and uh, they felt like the Lord spoke to them to come over overseas. So uh, they made the decision to go for it and, and try to come over, despite the circumstances with, uh, with COVID. And I had some other plans. I, was, I had plans to go to Switzerland and, uh, and work as an engineer, as a helicopter engineer there. But um, 
as soon as I heard of their plans, it really stirred me up. And uh, the word says that the violent take it by force. So uh, it really stirred something up in me that uh, that it was time, and it was time to take it by force. And uh, I believe also the Lord uh, told me that the time is short. It's not only short, but it's very short. So uh, I realized that this was my opportunity to join um, a fellow friend. And uh, and he, he has been discipling me as well and taking me to the streets and uh, and uh, helped me to grow in the Lord. Uh, so, um, so they inspired me and thus I came over. Wow, what a wonderful testimony. You know, um, one question I have for you is I know there's a number of fellow students that go to Karis and their families have really not bought in to Karis Bible College and they're kind of against them being here. And I know it sounds like you gave up a, a really pretty good career and you had quite a future and, uh, you know, you gave it up to come here. So my question is, I know you're 32 years old, but I kind of want to know, how do your parents feel about you being here? And since you have been here, have they changed their opinion of you being here? Yes, my uh, parents got very curious as soon as I mentioned this last year. They became very curious, what is this school? But over time, uh, as they've heard more about the school... Uh, I've experienced uh, support from my parents. Uh, they are Christians as well. So, uh, so after a while, um, they heard they heard many good things about this Bible college, and uh, and thus they have supported me uh, actually all the way from the start. Okay, we're getting ready to finish our first year here, and and I know it's gone awfully quickly for me. Um, my wife and I, we, uh, we actually took first semester online, and, uh, you know, we've only been here since January, but, uh, you know, I am looking forward to going back to Florida. We bought a house right before um, we came here, and, you know, being with my kids and grandkids and seeing them, so I'm looking forward to having the summer off. But I know as a, uh, an international student, I know you need to go back home and I was just wondering, how has the Lord prompted you about coming back? And are you coming back? And what do you feel the Lord is telling you to do? I do experience that uh, the Lord has given me peace to, to stay here. Uh, for the time uh, he has set, um, he called me here. So, um, so since I have the peace to continue... Uh, and he hasn't called me anywhere specifically yet. I uh, I really do experience peace to with uh, coming back for the for the second year, and uh, it's the same with me as with uh, as with you, uh, William. That uh, yeah, I really look forward to to see my family again, and uh, especially nephews and uh, nieces yeah, this summer. So I'll be working as well this summer, but uh, yeah. So I'm also looking forward to what the Lord has in his future. Okay, in Revelation 12:11 it tells us that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Just share briefly what your testimony is right now, the right now on your heart. What's what's happened since you've been at Karis? 
Now, what I see since I've been at Keris is that uh, I experienced that it's it's much easier to hear hear the voice of the Lord. Scripture says that my sheep uh, hear my voice, and uh, that's something I see that especially uh, as I'm in worship and I'm I'm tuned with the Spirit, I can hear His voice, and uh, it's it's very easy to walk by the Spirit. So uh, recently, there there are a couple of testimonies I just want to share quickly. Uh, first, first of all, we um, we had a day at school where uh, where they inspired us to to do a second year, and um, and uh, they wanted they asked us to to make a decision and 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 pay a certain fee if we intended to do second year and and, and sign the paper. And uh, that morning, I uh, I felt like going to the internet and pay the fee because. Uh, I didn't have the cash at hand, um, but um, but the Lord uh, really told me straight away that uh, I got you. Don't you worry. So I came to school and uh, and uh, right before we uh, we were ready to pay our fee, one guy walked up to me and asked if I intended to do a second year, and I said yes, and and he gave me the fee right away in my hand. And then another time, uh, my friend and I we were in the springs and uh, we were getting some food at the food truck and I saw this little girl with uh, her mom and uh, grandma standing in front of us probably from Mexico and uh, and I, suddenly I just saw something over that girl she was I just saw her growing up and 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 being bold with the gospel going far and wide so I thought I, I can't hold this to myself so I uh, kindly excused the mom and, uh, and and share this with her mom and her mom broke into tears because she had been through so many struggles with this uh, daughter. And she really wanted to, to teach her more than, than just the physical life. Uh, and right after, um, my friend and I had the opportunity to... We, we talked with another fellow, fellow there and he went through some really, really hardships in life. And uh, we had the opportunity to pray for him. And um, he experienced that the spirit just cut through his soul, you know in the midst of his hardships. And uh, he decided uh, to receive the Lord as my, uh, my, my friend was bold to step out and, uh, and ask him if he was ready to receive the Lord. So he received the Lord right there. So it's amazing to experience these things uh, along the way. Yeah, I just want to, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of running out of time. I just want to briefly just sit there and say, as we're finishing up our first year, I know that we have just been finishing a class on the love of God with Carrie Pickett, and it has just been such a wonderful class. And I just want to ask you, how do you resonate with that and knowing how much God actually loves each and every one of us? That's that's something that's on my heart. I mean... What I experienced uh, myself, I, I came to the Lord. I it, it just hit me, you know, that that the Lord actually cares for me. He loves me, um, and that's that's what yeah, what really touches me as I shared as I minister to other people is is the compassion and the love uh, the Lord has for others. And you can see also how Jesus was moved by compassion. Actually, he was moved by the Father's love. And he only did what he saw his father do. So um, that's what I see there. And uh, that's what ha- that is what has transformed my life as well. Yeah. 
Thor, I want to thank you. And, uh, you know, I have other questions that I could ask you, but I think it'll probably be until next year. So, uh, you know, thank you for finishing your first year, and I'm looking forward to spending next year with you as well. Yes. But uh, our time has run out, and I, I, I'm never going to close a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So if you have never taken that step, or if you would just like to have a closer relationship in God, please repeat this after me. Father God, I thank you for your mercy and your goodness. Lord, thank you for sending Jesus down to here, to earth for us. And Jesus, thank you for saving me. Thank you for willing your willingness to die on a cross. And by you doing that, all of my sins have been forgiven, past, present, and future. Thank you for saving me. I invite you into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you said that today... Uh, please give me a quick email, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, 0807 at protonmail.com. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.